Heather Duplessy-Allen. Given the election is 10 days away, let's talk to Caitlin Parker, Milford Asset Management, see what she thinks. Hey, Caitlin. Hi, Heather. Not exactly surprising that the RBNZ sat on the sidelines today, is it? No, not at all. Look, we're so close to the election and there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with it. So it would have been a massive shock if the official cash right got moved today. But, you know, the formation of the government after the election and how inflationary it will be, that will actually, that will play a part in how the RBNZ is thinking. You know, for example, national are considered very business friendly. Their policies on housing could see a surge in house prices. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty on how inflationary the political landscape in New Zealand is going to be in, in 10 days' time. And, you know, National, they've also suggested that potentially they would change the RBNZ's mandate to solely focus on inflation versus currently the mandate also includes them to focus on having a sustainable labour market. But to be honest, I don't actually think that would change much today because, um, you know, the statement that we had today, inflation remains a near-term risk and it really is the sole focus of the RBNZ now. Yeah, Caitlin, by the way, on that, that surge in oil prices that we're seeing isn't going to help inflation, is it? Yeah, definitely not at the headline level. But you can think of you know higher oil prices, higher petrol prices impacting the RBNZ thinking in, in two ways. So, you know, number one, higher petrol prices, that does dent consumer spending because they're spending more on filling up their cars and spending less on discretionary items. But also what probably would worry the Orbeans had more would be the higher fuel prices that they'd be increasing people's inflation expectations again. And, you know, higher oil prices, it's really made investors more sceptical that central banks are going to have to do more and raise rates even further, delay any cuts to get inflation back to target. And it's not just an issue here. It's something that we are seeing globally, including in the US, which, you know, arguably is the most influential Central Bank, yeah. Speaking of that, by the way, the US 10-year Treasury yield is just creeping to new highs all the time, isn't it? It is. Every day it seems to be making another new high and and more headlines. But, you know, what that really stemmed from is after the last Central Bank meeting in the US, investors actually started to accept what the Federal Reserve had been saying and that interest rates, they're going to have to be higher for longer. And, you know, what's driving this? Well, You can put it down to two things. There's a lot of technical factors, but, you know, ultimately, there's just massive concern that despite all the interest rate increases to date, you know, economic growth is proving pretty resilient and inflation, it's still sticky. It is moderating, but it's still high and sticky. So further interest rate hikes may be needed to tame it. And also on top of this, you have government funding. So in the US, there's an expectation that they're going to have to issue a lot more debt to fund their spending. And in order for them to make that attractive for people to want to buy it, they need to pay up. So that's also putting interest rates higher. And it's very similar here in New Zealand, where you know the market has gone from in August after the last um, RBNZ meeting, there was they were only placed in a very small chance that the OCR would move up again. But now, you know, the market's putting a significant chance on another OCR increase. The only debate is really if it's going to be in November or early next year. Oh, such bad news. Caitlin, thank you so much. Caitlin Parker, Milford Asset Management. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.